0: what are a good or the best practices around having a great sales conversation and versus what you might have seen as being in a horrible, like really bad sales. And we all have experienced that, but I wonder if you could actually share a good example and a bad example, a construct of a good sales call and a bad sales call. Yeah, Alex, you ready for this? You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Welcome to the Flip My Funnel podcast. Uh, here's another episode with Alex Alat. He's the VP of Strategic Sales. Uh, a few weeks ago, we got together and we talked about what do you do going from a peer to a manager, or new manager? And it was a very, really, really good conversation. We talked a whole bunch of things. This week, we're talking about uh, and this is something that I just threw it, you know, to throw up and uh, on Alex saying that, hey, man, it'd be awesome if you could come and share like what are a good or the best practices around having a great sales conversation and versus what you might have seen as being in a horrible, like really bad sales. And we all have experienced that. But I wonder if you could actually share a good example and a bad example, a construct of a good sales call and a bad sales call. Yeah. Alex, you ready for this? Sure, I'll do my, I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, well, let's start with the easy one, the bad one, right? Let's just share when, when you know, you walk us through an example where you think like, man, that's just a horrible way of putting a sales yeah. call through.
1: So the very first thing that came to mind when you posed that question <laughs> of, can you give us an example of a good sales call and a bad sales call and the what and why, uh, the first thing that came to mind was talk time. And so we we use technology on the team. We use technology Gong that records all of our calls and it provides some basic analytics. And uh, one of the one that I, one of the things that I know the team looks at a lot is talk time. And so it'll track and, and you know, in this thirty minute call, what percentage of the time did you spend talking versus the prospect? But Aren't you supposed to talk like for yeah. selling? Like you know, you know, I think. The the best sales reps, their talk time is less than 50% in a lot wow. of the cases, right? I think it's a little bit different if you're on a call where you're you're actually demoing the product, but especially on an initial sales call, it's all about asking questions and learning. Yeah. Like you're trying to learn about your prospect and qualify, qualify, right? Is this a good company? Am I working with the right person? Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to both qualify. Does this seem like a good fit? Like as quickly as possible, let's both determine. Does it look like there's a potential fit here? Is there mutual value? Are we aligned on, you know, what we're trying to accomplish, our product, and then the business objectives at hand? And if yeah. so, let's move forward. All right. um, but talk time would be the first one. So, you know, first first way to have a bad sales call <laughs> is to dominate the talk time and talk 80 to 90% of the time yeah. on the Let phone. Let me tell and, you
0: about yeah. myself and how awesome I am exactly. and how awesome my product is.
1: That's awesome. Exactly. All right. What's the next one? Uh, for a bad sales yeah. call? um, the second thing that came to mind was not being genuine. Like, regardless of talk time, there's there's different ways, and the, there's different ways to ask questions, and there's different reasons that you're asking a question. And I think throughout my career and here at Terminus, the best sales reps, yeah. there's a there's they're genuine. Like, yes, they are trying to sell something. Right. They're asking you questions to try to uncover ma- information to try to sell you something. But at the same time, they're not yeah. doing it from a self-serving standpoint. Like it's yeah. not, it's not fake. They are just genuinely curious about, you know, what are what what makes you successful in your role? What are you trying to accomplish? What's the business trying to accomplish? Like, there's yeah. just the, a tone that you can feel in them when they're talking yeah. to a prospect of like they're genuinely interested in what what they're trying to accomplish and, and how you can help. So being genuine, um, being genuinely curious about, you know, what your prospects are trying to accomplish um, and then being honest about whether or not you could help them.
0: Yeah, and I hear this all the time where I-, I would get messages back on LinkedIn or something like that. Hey, you know, your rep didn't even... Sh- you know give me a demo yeah. and I would say well why do you think that is and he's like well we just want to see the demo and I'm like well, then I'll go back and find out hey what happened with this account and they would say well they were not a great fit they're, they're a small agency out of like wherever and we don't think they can either one afford the product that we're about to sell and two even if they could I think they, that based on their target audience it doesn't feel like this is a good fit so we yep. just didn't want to waste their time and our time and being respectful yeah. so in many ways I've, I was like taking a Back by that, I'm like, kudos, man! That's freaking awesome that we yeah. say no to somebody to show the even the product. Yeah. But I think that was a really really good thing.
1: All the time, right? Like that's a surefire way to run a bad sales process. Is, you know, <laughs> show the square, square peg round hole. Yeah, like it just doesn't work. All right, do you have another one on nod before we get to uh, get to a good one? Yeah, I think probably the third thing on, you know, maybe outside of just bad sales call, bad sales processes, you know, I've been through a sales process before people trying to sell to me and I've seen some where it's, you know, all in 30 minutes or all in the very first hour. It's basic discovery, product demo, like, hey, do you want to buy? Yeah. Right. If you have a really transactional sale, sure, like maybe that is the process, but that's not a sales process. That's a sales call where you're just trying to close somebody on that call. Uh, and a good sales process is it uncovers information. It qualifies. It educates both parties on each other. Yeah. It determines if there's mutual fit and alignment. And if so, it moves on to the later stages and demo and yeah. so on and so forth. Right. So yeah, it's almost like, you know, you reminded me of
0: like, uh, like, just, you know, going on a date and asking them to marry on the first one. Right. <laughs> like, who, who's, who does that? It's really that?
1: just being, you know careless and yeah. you know just just kind of you know word vomiting on the first call get <laughs> out there and not leaving i'm
0: anything. sure it happens right but a lot of the first five minutes to have i think we have all been on the receiving end all right so what are the good ones right like what is a good sales process look like
1: yeah so i think you can, you can really yeah. you know flip a lot of that right so um don't dominate the conversation. Yeah. Um, The prospect obviously wants to know about you, your product, service, what it is you do. So educate them, make sure that they feel like, especially on those first few calls, um, those first two calls, especially make sure that they feel like they're getting the information that they're looking for and they're leaving those calls educated on what you do, but lean towards asking questions, Mm -hmm. right? And ask questions based on the answers that you get. I think that's one of the big things we work with people on is especially newer reps. It's like You have your list of questions you want to ask, but if you just fire through that list, it very much feels like rapid fire 20 questions. Yeah. Listen to their response. And ask follow up questions based on what they tell you, because that's where the best information is uncovered. The most valuable information on in a in a you know sales discovery session is is yeah. based on the questions you ask to the answers they give you, not on the initial questions that you yeah. ask. So don't go with a list of five questions. I mean, you may have it just ha- so you have know. your list, but be comfortable deviating. Right? Yeah. Listen like that. That's probably the best one. Is Activism. don't dominate the talk time. Yeah. Ask valuable questions. Yeah. Listen to their response and then lean in, ask more questions about yeah. that. D- dig into what do they mean by that? Dig yeah. deeper into their response. So listen to what they're saying. Don't just be thinking about your next question.
0: Do, have you seen where, I mean, I, I'm just kind of thinking about this. Is like sometimes I'm going to call and, and somebody's like trying to demo me or, or share something. And I'm not, as, as a buyer, I'm not always ready to answer all the questions right like I'm, I'm i'm almost thinking that well you should be doing the buying right or, or you should be doing the talking and you should be showing yeah. me and, and when i get a ton of questions and i feel like wait a minute uh, like what's going on so yeah.
1: have you seen that as yeah a, yeah, this, yeah. Uh, so we coach our reps in this all the time yeah. right and you know one it helps to set an agenda at the beginning of the call so okay. let people set know an yeah. what you're going to go through um Tell them like what you're going to ask for at the end of the call. Like, you know, here's what we're going to do on this call at the end. We should be at a point where we understand, does this make sense? And if so, you know, the next step from here would be, so you're setting the expectation not only about what you're going to do on the call, but what you're going to ask at the end of the call. Yeah. Right. Which it lowers the pressure. Like they know what to expect. And then another concept I coach on a lot is what I call like a mini intro or mini expectation setting mean, Mm. meaning before, you know, distinct parts of a call think before we explain flip my funnel before we do discovery before we go into a different topic in a call yeah explain to that person why what you're about to talk to them about next is valuable to them so this is as simple as a a 10 second explanation about you know basically get the point across to them or or explain to them why what i'm about to spend the next two minutes talking to you about or the questions that I'm gonna ask you over the next 10 minutes. And why is it here's why they're gonna be valuable to you. That's and get them that. leaning in right from the beginning. Dude, this is exactly what I think if you're
0: not in sales and you might be thinking, well, I'm not sure if this is like related to me. I would say like take a pause. This is exactly how I think about when I'm presenting. Um uh, in, in any like on, on the stage, when I'm presenting, I'm always thinking about the audience, right? What are they thinking and what are they, what I'm about to say. And I will always try to talk about if especially if it's a 40-minute presentation. I don't want to be standing there telling one side because it's such a one-way conversation. You can't be asking the audience a ton of questions. You may have some participation, but not a whole lot. But during that time, I'll always try every five, 10 minutes, I'll always say, hey, um, you know, in the next five minutes, in the next few slides, I'm going to to share something about X, Y, and Z. And this is going to be really important. Or in the end of the presentation, I want you to walk away with these five things. So here you go. One, two, three. So what you're talking about is a, a really good way of just having a conversation, uh, and that's what we're having. All right, so to recap, um, this is awesome. We just was all off the cuff, so Alex, you did great off the cuff, dude. All right, so on a bad, uh, from a bad sales, or any conversation, this is probably true for any conversation, watch for your talk time in any conversation, if you're doing most of the talking, it might be with your spouse, or it might be on a sales call. You know, you need to watch out. And if, and, and typically the best in class seems like they're less than, less than 50%. So you're never dominating that whole conversation. You cannot fake um, authenticity. So be genuine, be curious. And then, you know, you really, really want to make sure that you have a process in place. You don't have a bad process. And just like you go on a first date, you can't ask somebody to marry. So don't try to sell right. something on the very first call. You're really trying to learn and make sure that this
1: is a good yeah.
0: set so those are the bad
1: yeah, yeah the, and that's something um, you know the process part you know when you look at how to execute a good sales call or a good sales process that's something we think about all the time here at terminus and we, we really look at and try to understand put yourself in your bot bu- in, in your buyer's seat look at it from their perspective yeah you know on each call that they're having with your sales team, what do they know at that point? What do you anticipate that they're thinking at that point? What would they yeah. want to know next? Where's the most logical point to bring them? Like, how do you move them in the right direction? It's something we think about a lot here. Like an yeah. easy example of that, and this may be giving away some secrets, but like <laughs> we we used to we used to do our demo on the first call. Mm-hmm. So we would set up a thirty minute call with the prospect. We yeah. would do discovery demo, and then basically where do we want to go from here? Yeah, right. So thirty minutes, that was all done. Yep. Now we do our demo on the second call. That second call is an hour long. So simply by moving our product demo from the first call to the second call, one, it makes a lot more sense because yeah. you know we can really educate somebody on on what we do and determine if it's even worth doing a full product demo. Yep. We get more information. We can run a better demo that's better for us and them, really right. better for them, more relevant to them. But that simple change of demo on call two versus call one it's significantly increased our ability to convert people to that second call wow. Because people want to see the demo, yeah. right? So it's an easy next step to position, it's an easy ask. Yeah. And so now on average we have 90 minutes with a prospect versus 30 minutes. Like Man. What that has done for our sales team's ability that one simple move, so think about the process. Think strategically yeah. of what do you want to do at which point yep. and base it on your buyer's perspective. What is better for your buyer? How can you educate them at the right cadence and the right time, what is logical to come next? next and structure your sales process around that. I
0: love that, man. I, I talked about it all the time, which is the time, right? All of us have time is one of the greatest assets that we have outside of people that we don't want to want to lose, you don't want to waste. So if you can get more time with your target, your future customers, then man, that's that's amazing. That's a really, really good tip. All right, and then the, there's a the few things to do an incredibly amazing conversation. I'm just going to call it conversation, right? It's not just about sales, just a conversation. Obviously, listen more, ask, and, and lean in on those things. And then you said something that I feel is a really big idea. Set the agenda and the expectations up front. And I think that just kind of put the guards down, right? For people, because, okay, what am I? And if you just start asking questions to somebody, uh, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? What am I doing here? But if you set an agenda and say, here's what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you a few questions. And at the end of the call, I want us, both of us on both sides, to, to know that if this is a good fit or not. So you know you're moving towards the right goal,
1: they're just more comfortable, right? It's yeah. kind of like, you know, people tend to like songs that yeah. they know better than songs they don't know. Like, why do you enjoy a song more that you've heard a hundred times? It's like, yeah. you're familiar with it. Yeah. You know, you know what's coming next, That's that kind of thing. Of so it's like, you're, you're giving somebody context about what's coming next. Why is this going to be that? You know, what are we going to cover today? And then what's coming next? Why is this valuable to you? Yeah. It just it drops their guard a little bit they're they're familiar like they just yeah. they just feel more comfortable that's awesome man so we're going to end with this what's your favorite song you you brought that up so you have oh, to you have man to. <laughs> um favorite song I don't know who it's by but I really like this song called Contact right now that's got kind of a catchy c- catchy. Yeah, right. I mean, we, well, we can link to it in the, yeah, in we, the notes
0: in the show notes so well, mine is I think most people know it's the Rocky theme song <laughs> uh, and I believe that all the time I think in the early days when we were about to jump on sales call or customer success call I would always play that song just to pump <laughs> myself up and ready to go in it so it was fun Alex another great session man thank you so awesome. much thanks Angrim